Welcome to NFTN, your local NFT news. GM everyone, we got Steezy with us today to talk about the Moonbirds craziness. I know on Twitter recently it's Moonbirds, Moonbirds, Moonbirds. So we got him on today to get his perspective and just talk a little bit about what's going on. So quick background on this one. Started at a 2.5 ETH mint and it's all the way at almost a 20 ETH floor right now. So what's going on? Steezy, I don't know if you want to jump in. What kind of background? How do you see this from your point of view? Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me on. Super excited to be here. And definitely, like you said, it has been all over Twitter. Everywhere you look, it's the Moonbirds. And it's it's crazy for sure. I mean, I had uh, been put onto them a few days before they minted. Um, of course, I just was not prepared at all. And I didn't even have enough ETH liquid to even enter the pre-mint raffle. Um, and definitely yeah, did not. It seems like yeah. Yeah, a pretty common story on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I definitely had no clue that, um, you know, I knew they were a, a good project to keep an eye on, but I definitely did not expect anything of this magnitude. So it's been crazy to watch this journey up to like, I think where you said, I think they're about uh, at around a 20 ETH floor now. So it's been nuts to see that in just the span of you know a handful of days here yeah absolutely insane i know the uh the team behind it proof uh started from kevin rose and his uh original nft proof collective uh sitting at i think about a 90 ETH floor so that's uh you know just a, a nice little quarter million us dollars right there if you want to join his more exclusive nft group i think he one of the the big things behind Moonbirds was to try to offer a, a more entry level NFT into his uh, ecosystem there, and I'm not sure if that's uh, quite what happened here, you know. Yeah, totally, and it's it's interesting when you look at how much money they actually raise just from uh, selling out the the 10k collection of the Moonbirds. I think it was somewhere around 125 million dollars which is just, you know, absolutely unheard of, even in, you know, traditional tech startups and things like that, to, you know, raise that much early seed money that quickly um, and on such a scale that they did. So it's going to be super interesting to, you know, see what they've got in store and see how they plan on, uh, you know, using all those, all those funds that they've raised. Right. Yeah. I do think that is something that totally differentiates this project from others is, that is a huge amount of money that they're working with. So we'll have to see what they're doing differently from everyone else. Yeah, absolutely. It totally has that feel that they're going to have, uh, you know, some more unique ideas planned. And I believe they're already, you know, starting some actionable, actionable plans with nesting. I believe they said it was going to go live by the end of the month, which is, you know, a lot quicker than some of these projects that have already been out for, you know, a month to multiple months. One more thing I want to ask you about Moonbirds is I know that there's quite the mixed emotions uh, out there on if it seems to be good or bad for the overall overall NFT market. Uh, you got any opinions on that? Yeah, that's it's an interesting discussion. You know, whenever there is a super large project like this that uh, you know is seeing crazy volume traded on secondary markets and. I, I definitely understand where people are coming from when they voice concerns about liquidity being sucked from the market. And maybe this is me just being too naive on it, but 
I don't feel, I mean, this is, you know, a project uh, on a scale that we haven't quite seen yet, but generally speaking with, you know, some other projects like this, uh, you know, people were saying the same thing with Invisible Friends. I think, you know, if anything, potentially just temporarily, it does happen a bit. I think, you know, just the way the market reacts to things like this, uh, it, they definitely had the main focus of the entire market the entire weekend. And obviously that showed with the price and the the volume continuing to go up. And so I don't necessarily think it has any, you know, too large of an impact, uh, especially long term. You know, anything more than, you know, a couple weeks or a month, I don't think it's going to have too too much of a lasting impact. Yeah, I definitely agree on that. I think it does, you know, pull some things around in the uh, near term and probably has some effects. But overall, I think it is definitely getting some more views on the NFT market and, mm-hmm. you know, pulling in new people. And that's that's what it takes to keep growing, right? Yeah, absolutely. And especially if this ends up being, you know, a very, very successful project in the long term and they really start to deliver on things. I only look at that look as look at that as, you know, a, a win for the entire NFT space. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to see. Um, you know, they're already, like you mentioned, uh talking about starting up with nesting, which is a newer concept. I know it's not completely uh unseen in the NFT space right now, but I can't wait to see what else they can um you know come up with on that yeah totally i agree so if you if you don't have a 20 eth laying around and uh that might be a little bit out of your price range to jump into the uh moonbirds talk about another project coming up chippy's world i'll start off with a little bit of uh, information on this one so it's minting the public mint is april 20th uh, and it's going to reveal two days later april 22nd a 0.05 ETH mint total supply is 2,500. Um, do you want to talk about uh, what makes this one special? Yeah, absolutely. So um, this project is uh, was created by a friend of mine, Zane Gaziani, and it's a smaller collection. It's 2,500 pieces, um, and they're minting at 0.075 Ethereum each. Um, and really, the main main reason that I'm bullish on this project um, is something that I've been preaching a lot on my page and in the Twitter spaces that I host um, with the idea of investing in people and teams rather than you know, projects and roadmaps. Because as important as a roadmap is, all of the things that are listed on it don't really mean anything without you know the solid team to back up, back it up, and actually execute on those things. And honestly, just with the way that the market's been, obviously it's been a little shaky recently and there's been a lot of toxicity and, you know, a lot of uh, junky projects popping up left and right. And, you know, just overall hasn't been quite the euphoric bull run. You know, I'm really looking at this project as just kind of a breath of fresh air from everything that we've been seeing. Um, Zane totally has, you know, a good head on his shoulders and I just love his ethos and how he's gone about building this project. One of the things that I think is, you know, super unique and that the Chippies Discord is actually only open Monday through Friday. And I find that so unique because, of course, it's it's very awesome that, you know, the NFT market and crypto markets are accessible, you know, 24-7, seven days a week. But at the same time, a lot of people end up uh, overworking and not necessarily taking the rest that they need to. And, you know, that ends up causing burnout with a lot of people. 
And so I'd love them taking, you know, an, an initiative from the beginning of the project to kind of like set, you know, kind of the standard for what's going to be going on with the chippies. You know, it's going to be, obviously they're going to be working their, their, their butts off on it at, at a reasonable rate though. You know, they're going to be building, they're going to be taking their time on things to ensure it's all high quality. It's honestly, I'm, I'm bullish on it because they aren't going to be overworking themselves and they aren't going to be risking getting burnt out. And so that's, you know, to me, very promising just for the long-term uh, success of the project and really just love the, you know, kind of attitude that they have about things and just the way they're going about building the project. They're doing everything the right way. And so it's not something that, that you see too often now. I, I really think that all projects, of course, uh, the communities that, that they start to build really all starts with, you know, the founder and just kind of the, the way they go about doing things and seeing Zane do everything the right way just has me super excited about everything that's in store for the Chibis. Absolutely. I did see that he was part of Gary V's marketing brand team. Yeah, he, he, uh, he's told me a little bit about that. He said that he actually was uh, one of Gary's sort of right-hand men, just kind of like an assistant of sorts. It kind of helps him out with a bunch of different things. But um, yeah, it's it's awesome to know that he's worked under Gary. And To add on to, uh, you know, it's really great to see another positive project coming in. Like you said, you know, the team's being mindful of, you know, how hard they're pushing, you know, they're not going to burn out. It's here for the long term. A lot of this art from Zane really got started, uh, well, got restarted during the lockdown. Um, so he was kind of got out of, you know, doing his art for a little while and got back into it during lockdown, kind of try and make a positive out of it. So it's cool to see this uh, come through into uh, an NFT project. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, uh, you know, I love seeing people that have had sort of like a character or something that they've been working on for a while. And then, you know, now they've found an opportunity to turn it into an NFT project and start to build something with it. Uh, similar right. to how, how Klon had the blue cat, which is now obviously the inspiration for the cool cats. So it's always cool to see that kind of storyline and see how the artist, uh, you know, develops over the years. Yep. Another one of those projects where, you know, the, the character, the art was around before, and it wasn't made solely to be an NFT project. Definitely, uh, you know, puts it in a different bucket for me there. Definitely when people are in it for, you know, the right reasons that are actually excited about what they're building. I feel like that's a, a great thing to look for in terms of, you know, some, some promising signs of success moving forward. Thank you so much for joining us, Steezy. Where can people find you? Yeah, I uh, would, would love to follow me on Twitter. Uh, it is at Steezy Sloth. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure to drop you a follow back if you come by. Uh, drop a GM on any of my, my GM posts in the morning. Uh, but yeah, I've been, been hosting some spaces recently. Host a weekly Twitter space every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you want to pop in there, it's a totally open panel and some fun and awesome conversations. So. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on. It was, was an absolute blast and can't wait to listen to some future episodes that you got. NFT news and collection updates. Alien Friends dropped their second collection a few days ago, currently sitting at a 0.2 ETH floor with the main collection at 1.2. 
Cool Man's Universe Second Collections Babies is coming in June. Metalink, which is an NFT native Discord alternative, is testing out their mobile app and it should be released to all Metalink users soon. Also, don't forget to enter the giveaway running right now in their launch pad. The small community shout out this week goes to Kegplebs. They are a very hard working community of beer and NFT enthusiasts. Also, they sent me some beer for being a holder, so that definitely helps. These are the top 5 NFT collections by volume over the past 7 days according to CryptoSlam. In first place, no surprise, Moonbirds. Huge mint, amazing secondary volume. Second place goes to Murakami Flowers, another new project coming in strong. Three and four goes to Bored Ape and Mutant Ape Yacht Club. And rounding out the top five, Azuki. I'll leave you with a quick security tip. Don't ever share your screen. If you're using MetaMask, there is an option to reveal your entire seed phrase. NFT and...